Thousands of homeowners have been told they're unable to rebuild on their properties post-Cyclone Gabrielle. The government says initial indications show this will be the case for about 700 properties, 400 in Auckland and more than 200 in Hawke's Bay. Cyclone Recovery Minister Grant Robertson announced a voluntary buyout scheme at a press conference this afternoon. Our Cyclone Recovery reporter Kate Green has the story. Residents knew it was coming, but the news that whole neighbourhoods are unlivable has still come as a shock. In Hawke's Bay, there are currently more than 230 homes that cannot be rebuilt, and 17 in Tairawhiti, mostly in the city. Much of the Esk Valley has been deemed Category 3, unsafe to rebuild, along with areas of Pakofai, Rissington and Tangoyo. During the cyclone, Pakofai resident Gary Spence watched the water climb over his roof. Now his Brookfields Road property has been put in Category 2, meaning it can be rebuilt, so long as nearby flood protection is strengthened. A great relief, yeah, definitely. Unfortunately, within a kilometre of of my property, uh, they've uh, categorised them as three. He plans to rebuild and says there's still a long road ahead. It's a relief to get some kind of answer, but just reading through some other reports, it now could be even next year before we actually get the OK to rebuild. In Esk Valley, Billy McDonald's home has been put in Category 3. But while the property was flooded, the house was unscathed. He hopes it will be reassessed so the family doesn't have to leave. Yes, the Esk Valley was was badly affected and and there hasn't been a lot of progress, but it is still a very very nice part of the world. Um, And it it will come back. The the orchards will come back, the vineyards will come back, um, but maybe just with not as many neighbours. Louise Parsons, a Fitanaki resident, says it's been an anxious wait for residents. Her home has been put in Category 2. The government also announced a voluntary buyout scheme of which it will share the cost with local councils. I think there's mixed uh, reactions. I think some people are uh, are yay, they want to go, and some people are going to be devastated. The numbers for affected properties in each area are being released by councils one by one. Louise Parsons says her community all have received emails with detailed information about their property, along with which category it's been put in. But Aucklanders will have to wait a little longer. Deputy Mayor Desley Simpson says council staff have been working as fast as possible, but they won't be ready to start contacting owners of high-risk properties until the 12th of June. Cyclone Recovery Minister Grant Robertson says while the granular detail is yet to come, the announcement of the buyout scheme should give some people some peace of mind. Different communities today are getting information a slightly different way. What they're all getting is certainty that if you are in Category 3, there will be a voluntary buyout regime. And I know for some of the communities in the areas that aren't in Hawke's Bay, that certainty is welcome. In addition to those written off entirely, the government says up to 10,000 properties will need better protection, such as higher stop banks or better drainage, to make them suitable to live on. In Wairoa, where there are no red-zoned homes but more than 600 needing infrastructure upgrades, Mayor Craig Little is worried about the cost. We don't know who's going to pay for what. And as I've always said, you know, Wairoa is quite a struggling council like a lot of other councils. So, you know, we don't want to um, put future generations under a lot of pressure where they can't do anything. Tonight, a group of local Māori leaders will meet to discuss what the categorisations mean for their whenua and marae. Ngāti Kahungunu Chair Baden Barber has spoken with two marae in the Category 3 area and says they are devastated. 
they were very sad, as you can expect. But, you know, it just raises the question, so what does that mean? And we've been here this long, you know, what you, you expect us to move? Where do we move to? Some of these valleys, you know, that's the land that they have. They don't have land anywhere else. Around the Motu, communities which have not yet heard which category they fall into continue with the anxious wait.